Hi, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. Remember, check us out on teachernerds.com and follow us on Twitter at Teacher Nerds. And remember, we are nerds with a Z. Now a word from our sponsor. Two, three, four. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds. About to start the show and then we'll watch our learning grow. Alright, so we're back with another episode of Teacher Nerds. And again, I'm Ron. I'm Joe. And uh, I teach uh, technology, third through eighth grade. And Joe? Is just a third grade teacher. All right. So uh, today we're going to be talking about trying design thinking in your classroom. It's a good um, episode, Ron. Yeah, I'm uh, excited about it. A lot coming with it today besides just our wonderful banter. All right. So we're going to start off with our two yes more, one no way, and we're going to be talking about books today. It's time for... Two, yes, more, one, no way. All right, so two, yes, more, one, no way books edition. Um, I would say my two, yes, more books are uh, Jurassic Park, um, okay. or really anything by Michael Crichton, and Close to Shore, which is a book about the, I believe, the 1918 shark attacks on the Jersey Shore. Ah, uh-huh, Ron. And I, I know that that hurts your heart Ooh, there, man. but uh, as, as an avid surfer and someone who spends a lot of time in the water and has actually seen those large fish swimming around, you know, like I'm not too big on the shark stories, Ron. So it's that's a great book. It was the uh, sure it was was the uh, premise for Jaws. Yes, it is. Um, well, yes, it was. And that what was that was in Red Bank. Was yeah, Red, Red Bank, Bank. Yeah. and I believe there was one uh, attack in Long Beach Island. Well, Joe, so you're I, happy to no, know I, about I that. No, I think it was Manahawkin. <laughs> okay. I, right? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was in the river. It right. Because it was right. a bull shark. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny, you know. My son is 13, and uh, he is petrified of sharks. And and one of the ways I, I guess he gets it out of his head is I just tell him, Yeah, we, we surf where there's no sharks here, man. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, you know, at 13, that's still working. That's great. I'll send him an edition of that book. Oh, I'm sure he'll love to read it. <laughs> um, my one, no way, and I've tried my hardest. Um, has to be the Lord of the Rings. Series. Okay. Um, I've tried. And and Harry Potter as well. Like I, I've tried those, but just they're not for me. No, and and Ron, I agree because you know where I'm going with my books is uh it's the complete opposite genre, you know, of where you went. Right. Um, okay. And I don't know if I should say this, but you know, I am definitely more of an editorial person. Like I right. like I like smaller articles. I have a hard time sitting there and and. I have a hard time sitting there for for a long time and and reading and those types of novels and you know you, <laughs> the Hobbit. Um, right, right. I, yep. I think I made it through my entire K through twelve career and never read a book cover to cover. Um, all of my language arts classes, you know, if 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 I was able to get to the mall in high school, Cliff Notes, right, Cliff right. Notes were there. Um, I remember in grade school having to give a book report and I was on the one side of the classroom teacher started on the other side and I remember reading the the back cover <laughs> of the book and, yeah, yep and this was in I think sixth grade and I remember giving my book report just from reading I just I was not an avid reader and right. and 
you know, things are a lot different today. I think yeah. there is a lot more choices out there for students. Um, but yeah, there, I just, I wasn't into it. So my two yeses, um, are going to go with, uh, kind of what got us into where we're at today. Right, right. Um, my first one would be empower by, oh, yeah. uh, Giuliani and Spencer. Yep. And, and I think that really, that lit the fire for me. I know you had done, yep. you did the book club. Yeah. We did the book, the book using, study on it. Yeah. Yep. Using Flipgrid and I just, every chapter, um, my videos, I remember coming to you a couple chapters in and, and I remember saying, should I tone it down? Like I, <laughs> I'm watching my videos and not that I'm angry, but holy smokes. You're intense. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely something like that kicked the passion off. Um, and it is, I mean, it, and it's, it, they say if, if you're an educator, if you're a coach, if you're a, a, an administrator, this is a book that you should read to help empower your students and right. give them choices and empower your teachers. Uh, so that's my one yes. My uh, second one is is going to be my summer reading is you know the timeless learning yeah uh, yep. winning that last week or last I guess a couple months ago yeah um, I'm really looking forward to that because that's just a bunch of success stories right on educators who were reformers um, and you know this is new to us but this stuff has been going on for yeah. you know for for years right um, and who knows maybe if I had that type of teacher when I was a kid maybe I would love reading um, but but you know that being said now I am into reading and those are the types of books I like to read right um, so my one no way would be any type of fiction novel okay. um, I was gonna go romance novel because that's gonna kill it even more right, like, right. I definitely <laughs> couldn't sit there and do that but you had mentioned the Lord of the Rings series yeah. and the Harry Potter series um, you know I there's we see kids reading them and, yeah. and the first time I tried to read The Hobbit I had a third grade student who was interested in it and his reading level was up there so right. him and I read it and Man, it was a struggle, yeah. and it's just there's so much going on, and you know those are always hard for me to follow. And I guess that's why cho you know choice in reading so important for kids today. Um, Most you know, and you and, have to find what you like, and and that's it. Those free reading times, you know, right. reading to enjoy a book, that's important to foster at at a young age. Yeah. So so by the time they are you know growing up, and there's a whole other world out there. Yeah. Um, it's just uh yeah, nonfiction's my way to go. All right. So let's get into our topic today about try and design thinking. And yeah. I mean, it is new, you know, relatively new to both of us. I mean, maybe in the past two years, we've kind of delved in and, and dabbled a little bit. Um, you know, I know for for me, um, you know, uh, Glenn Robbins from Tabernacle, you know, kind of seeing what he was doing, got me interested. Following Kevin Jarrett um, from Firewalker Consulting got me into it. Um, and again, re, you know, starting off reading things like Empower um, and uh, Launch. Launch. Yep. You know, they, they helped. Well, and, and then I've gone deeper because you know. of all that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And for me, you know, all of that stuff and it all stemmed from you and eventually Twitter. Right. You know, with yeah. you saying, yo, check this out, check this out. Yep. And, and it's and it's great because you you focus on human centered design. Right. And I forget where i read it but they they said it's it's your world was designed by humans right yeah and the one thing you want to try and get across to the kids is the way it's going to be improved upon is by, by humans. humans yeah and that's it so i mean that you know for some people who may not know what design thinking is it's it at at its most basic level that's it it's human-centered design taking the the user of whether it's a product or an experience or a service and you know kind of knowing what they need and want um, and, and sometimes they don't know what they need or want. Well, I like it's, it's, you know, it's empathizing right. and it's not just looking going, Oh, I feel bad for you. It's, you know, it's not right. sympathizing. It's, right. It's saying, exactly. Oh, that stinks. Let me see what I can do. Right. And 
Um, there's an actually really great video on YouTube. I'll have to get the link in it. Yeah, I, we'll you know, I, as as a teacher of third graders, like I want to make this concept easy for them to start to understand. Right. And it's and it's a guy in the bottom of a hole. It's it's, okay. a, it's a it's a fox, and he's, okay. and he's like, and he uh, shouts out, "Help! I'm stuck. I'm afraid, and I don't feel too good about this." Okay. And a hippo comes by, and he and he pops his head down. And he goes, "Hmm, that stinks." And he's just sitting there and watching, and then <laughs> and then an antelope pops along, and and he comes down the ladder, and and uh, the pig at the bottom explains, you know, his story, and the antelope says, "I feel so bad for you, and I don't even know what to say." But I'm so glad you told me. Right. Can I give you a hug? And you know, like, and I'm like, hmm. You know what? This is a pretty good. You know, I think an eight-year-old right. can understand. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know what I can do for you, but let me start with a hug. Right. So not just saying, "Oh, that stinks," but that stinks, and let me see what I could do to right. help. Right. Um, and then that's isn't that the kind of person you want in the world? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we you know we need, and, and you know, um, and just designing is great. You know, like there are times where it is you just need to design something to, you know, fix something that you're working on or, you know, design a tool that you need. Right. It's real world application. Right. Right. But if you're missing that human centeredness, then there it's not design thinking. It's just designing, which is perfectly fine. Most definitely. And um, I think that's a lot of, you know, a lot of my first projects were just that. Right. Yeah. And you, it's, know, you can have both. And as you I think you get more comfortable with things. Right. You start to expand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, what do you think? Why, you know, we, we kind of just touched on it a little bit. Why design thinking is, is important in education? I mean. I, I think the students need a safe place to try something and fail. Okay, and and yep. for it not to work. Right. And, and then they start to realize, okay, this didn't work. So instead of pouting about it, instead of crying about it, instead of asking someone else to fix to it. To do it or help yeah, them. Yeah, you, yep. you think, you problem solve. Right. You know, I tried this, this didn't work, let me try this. Let me reach out and see if anyone else has had this problem. So then all right, of a sudden right. these interpersonal uh, communication skills right. start to get developed. And you get that collaboration between students. And, and yeah. it's, a, it's a safe place to fail. Right. And and learning to, to work and be successful from your failures. Right, right. Um, you know, I think it, it also, you know, when you start to look at what other people need it puts things on a different level where you start to you know think about things in a different way and and not just be so narcissistic isn't the right self-centered you know, yeah self-centered narcissistic and, and you know kids i think you you start out that way because you have to be that way, Most right? Definitely. Like it's, it's well, survival. Some, is someone's taking care of you right? the whole time. It's exactly. all about, I'm hungry. What right. can I have to eat? I'm tired. Right. You know, it's you're, you're getting your needs met by other people. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, this design thinking, you, you let them go out and kind of see what other people need, uh, watch people observe, um, take some notes and, and then start to design specifically for that person. Um, I love the things you do with the interviews. Right. Where being yep. interviewed by four or five students and one person is asking you questions and writing responses yep. and someone else is looking at uh, the, the person who's answering the questions' faces and writing down facial and, and expressions. And that's so important because sometimes what they say is so different than the expression on their face. You can see the the real excitement or you know the sadness in their face. And, and I do. I, I have people... In groups and, and one is their job is to just observe the person and take notes on you know their observations yeah. or their, their physical what's going on 
Um, so what? Let's talk about some of the uh, experiences we've had. Okay. You, you know, with design thinking. Um, you know, I I think we first started last year uh, with a paper house experiment. Oh, uh, Christmas for, time. For yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. time, yep. and and Santa's house was destroyed by severe weather, which which coincided with our science unit. Perfect. Um, and then we just started to build off that. Um, and it was great because the kids had these great ideas, and we started early in the morning, and and by lunchtime, you know, there's there's four and five foot structures erected that are falling, and right. and you know, one student in specific was, you know, we went to recess, she was crying, her she was bawling, and and the kids are coming up because she had the tallest structure. It was great. We built houses out of newspaper, right, right, yeah, and you know, she had the best house, and and you know, her team was talking them up and and the other classmates were talking her up and it collapsed and so did she right and she walked the perimeter of our baseball field and softball field and the basketball court out back with the hood up just stomped it out and and she came in from recess ate lunch and came back into the classroom and at the end of the day she didn't have the tallest structure but she learned i can't go up high you know, right. I, I just, with newspaper, I'm it's, not going to have that right, support. Right, it's not going to work. So yeah. instead of being, you know, four or five foot high, she ended up making it about four foot wide. You know, the kids oh. were able to oh, they were inside, inside it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. it was, you know, just that experience in and of itself. Right. And you know, one of her teammates w- wasn't crying. Um, so you know, we talked to her, and and the best thing she learned, she said, was, you know what, you're going to try things and you're going to fail. But right. just because you failed at trying something doesn't make you a failure. Right. And, and that's the difference. And yeah. and that's it. If you can get that at eight years old, yep. that's a huge experience. Yeah, and absolutely. then through fourth grade, through fifth grade, through you know the middle schools, teachers are building on those experience. I think that's what's going to produce a stronger student, or right. you know, like a, a stronger adult, uh, a more compassionate and caring adult, which. Right. I mean, let's face it. In, in this day and age, this is what we need. We right. know we need more of those types of students and people in the world. Right, and I think you know, like you're saying, needing more of those people. But I think also those are the people who are going to make changes in the world because you know so much is going to be automated or you know artificial intelligence or machine learning, and there are certain things, you know, as of right now, I'm I'm not aware of any machines that, you know can really have empathy right Right. so like we're we're helping these kids develop these skills that machines might not be able to be taking over um which you know some of the other things machines can do it you know how many times i don't even know if i'm talking to a machine on the phone on a phone if you go into mcdonald's now right you know there's a lot less employees right and and a lot more screens and and we walked into a McDonald's the other night and the one employee they had behind the counter was sitting there on his phone. Oh, yeah. And I had said to my son, he is not showing that he wants this job. <laughs> right, right. You know, if, if they're downsizing employees because computers are coming in right. and now the employees that they have aren't really there for the customers, it, he's probably not going to have a job too right. much longer. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's the way the world's going. Yeah. And that's why I think, you know, this, the design thinking and the, just the thought process behind it is so important. Um, you know, one of the experiences I had recently was one of our, uh, coworkers, you know, injured her finger. I mean, I, I think almost cut the tip off. Um, and she's been dealing with that. Uh, I know kind of <laughs> not the best, uh, Woo! after breakfast no, not discussion, but, um, I got a weak stomach too, Ron. <laughs> so she was in the nurse's office washing, you know, washing the the wound, and one of uh, a fifth grade student was in there and saw her and saw the injury, and you know, t- 
told her she hoped it would heal and but she said if not you know I think in technology class we could probably design something to help you you know do some everyday tasks you know if your finger's not going to be better which you know it was awesome to get that email from uh, that was Miss England okay um, you know to get that email from her to say hey you know, you're you're touching the lives of these students, and this is what's happening. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it and was, she's a great was kid. Fantastic. She was in yeah. our class last year. She's yeah. got a huge heart, a huge um, heart, and super creative. And and that's so. And and she's a fourth grader this year. So oh, she's fourth grade. Yeah, she's yeah, nine yeah. or ten years yep, old. Yep. And uh, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, you hear all these stories about there uh, about uh, just adults doing good things for people right. and and yes they're using computers and yes they're using technology but it's the it's the human side of it that notices exactly. something needs to happen here right. that you know something needs to to change and and it's the humans that are kickstarting that change right. yeah and, and that's it's it's pretty cool um that's awesome well today you know is uh may 3rd right so it's it's you have the day before international the, star wars yeah. day may the 4th and uh you know, we're going to be doing some design thinking for some Star Wars characters today. And I know you did that this last year. We I did it last it year, and, and you and I had created some some empathy cards. Yep. And not that people don't know all about Star Wars, but, you know, just to have a little something to yeah. build off of. Yeah. And we're not able to go interview Chewbacca, especially now. Did you hear the news? Yeah, I know. Ooh, man, yeah. that's heavy. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you can't get to those characters. So now we have little biographies on the right. characters and... Uh, the one is Han Solo got the Millennium Falcon repossessed, repossessed. and that's great. <laughs> and and we had Chewie's satchel in the Millennium Falcon. So now Han needs a a, a, a ship, ship, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, you know, a cargo type ship like the Millennium Falcon that could do the Kessel Run and real quick. And uh, you know, Chewie needs another satchel. So right. those are just two of the cards that we have in there. And you know, we have Princess Leia for the ladies and. You know the girls do. They love to make the outfits right. uh, for for a combat fighter like Princess Leia right, Organa, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just really cool to see. And this year we're going to add the use of Flipgrid, oh, that's uh, awesome. so they yep. can start to talk about this is this is the problem. This is who I'm designing for. This is right. why. This is the problem I had, and this is this is how I overcame this problem. And and hopefully you know it's they're going to get the choice. This is a really great experience, or this sucked and I hated doing this. Right. And, you know I'm yes. so frustrated. But I think that's good too because there comes to a point where. You have to know when do you abandon something, right? Yeah, you know, like when do you? Yeah, when sometimes do you, you got to cut bait. You have to yeah. because you know you don't want to bang your head against the wall, right? Forever and ever because then that's just going to defeat you as a person. Yeah. So there are times when, and it's a great lesson to learn when do you dump it. It's a huge one because I think you know for me that was a lesson I had to learn as a teacher. Sometimes you're in the middle of doing a lesson, and it just you know how <laughs> you planned it to go or what you thought was going to get the kids learning something is not working and you know i did try and push it and push it and push through instead of just saying you know halfway through you know what i need to cut bait yep. regroup and try and figure out another way to get this point across and i think that's what's so fun about teaching is that spontaneity spontaneity yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. being able to see something's not working and having to change it on the fly <laughs> um you know like i never I never, I, I enjoyed working in front of a crowd. I liked right. talking to people and making people right. laugh. Um, and it's almost like as a teacher, you're kind of a stand-up comedian. Yeah, you, know, you, you have, have to be You sometimes, have to keep yeah. a room full of right. eight, nine-year-old kids for me. And, and for you, even worse, middle school kids. Right, right. Holy smokes. You know, you have to keep their attention. You yep. have to keep them engaged. Yeah. Uh, so there's got to be a lot of interaction there. Yep. And, and, you know, like design thinking is a great way to do that. And, and yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, like in my classes, a lot of times, you know, the thing that I, I think warms my heart the most is 
when I'm saying, hey, you know, we got three, four minutes to clean up time and I hear people saying, right, yeah, we just got in here. <laughs> like, how did that time go so fast? I mean, and that's it. When you have a seventh or eighth grader, like not dreading. Well, you know, the, you know? the footwear thing you did yesterday yep. and, and, the, and the girl that did the sea turtles. Yep. You know what? And no joke, I just watched a video about plastic yeah, in yeah, the yeah. ocean yeah. and and this this sea turtle this and which which are awesome creatures yeah they're amazing. you know this these good samaritans in a boat saw this thing struggling and they pulled this straw out and and it was a push to go i guess to to relieve plastic and right. there's paper straws out there now yeah. um and it just you know being in the water all the time i have a thing for i hate surfing and, and finding trash in the water right. and, oh and yeah seeing, i can't you even know, imagine granted i don't want to i don't like when i see sharks out there but you know we're in their world so absolutely it's and i enjoy being in their world right. you know it's a respect thing thanks for letting me come in here yeah please don't eat me <laughs> um so it's 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 people like that that you know you say hey there seems to be a problem out there let me help right um the waves for water john rose is a surfer who was was traveling and getting you know scoring these great waves and living this awesome lifestyle and realizing all the places that he was going to these third world countries needed water desperately and, right. and actually i think it was after a hurricane or you know a super storm you know he noticed there 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 was a need for this and now i mean i think he's provided water for thousands of countries which is an awesome experience right, that's amazing and not for anything he's doing things he loves right um, he's getting to surf and and help and out help and people. help someone out yeah. so you know i i saw that video and then i saw your tweet and i'm like yep. this, this this is why you do this stuff yeah. so there's there's people out there people have a good heart and and yeah. hopefully you know, thing, things will change. Yeah, and that, so speaking of that project, so what, what the students had to do was they had to design footwear. Um, it had to be a pair of shoes or slides or anything, and they had to make it um, to bring attention to a cause or a charity, um, and they had to have one of the teammates was going to be the model for the shoes and, and have to wear them and talk about comfort. Um, and so I decided on Wednesday, today's Friday, the project's due today, but on Wednesday I decided, you know, I'm gonna give you bonus points if you wear those oh, shoes second period during my class, third period, fourth period, and you show me those shoes at lunch that you're still wearing them and they held up, your team gets 10 bonus points. Nice. Now, there are gonna be some clown shoes walking around the hallways but they're awesome. I had one group did for autism awareness, oh, and they have yeah. the autism uh, symbol on it. Um, one has a pair of pink fuzzy. Oh man! Uh, they're shoes. They're not slippers. Um, they look like. Well, if they were purple, they'd look like Barney the dinosaur's feet. And then you figure that's another thing they have to have uh, confined to the constraints right. of, of uh, the school rules. Right. You know. Yep. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Another little challenge in there. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, like those kids, we we had the opportunity last year. We hooked up with Mr. Winkleman, seventh graders. Right. When, that was an awesome. When we made yep. our, uh, I guess, another design thinking project to when we learned about magnets to build a machine that would help clear metal from a landfill. Right. And. Uh, you know, we hooked up with his seventh grade innovations class and, and a lot of those kids are in that class. And, and yep. it was just so cool. You know, not only are they thinking about the world here now, there's seventh graders working with third graders and 
we had never done anything like that yeah. before, but just, you know, their hearts were opened and, and right. they took these kids in and it was really cool. Uh, the girl specifically that made the turtle shoes, I, I remember yep. her yep. specifically and just, you know, talking to the kids and, and using Flipgrid and, and saying, and, you know, Oh, that's get, right. Cause they were going yeah, back and forth. The kids messages because yep. we couldn't go down there every day. I mean, right. we had to, you know, we have everything we have to do. Um, so that was a really cool experience and, and that's it. You start doing those things and, and they do open their hearts up yeah. and, and it's, and it's a really cool experience. It's really cool to see. And yeah. it's really cool to see you foster that to, and to get to see the whole school and do it. Well, and that's it. Cause I not think... every teacher has grasped on yet. Cause right. it's, it's kind of scary. And, and if you don't know how to introduce it, if you don't right. know how to bring it into the, the classroom, it is, it is yeah. foreign. And it, it, yeah. And it can, it can be a little, you know, I guess a little scary, the making part, especially because it gets messy and it, you know, where am I going to store this and what are, you know, what if things don't work out and how, what kind of mess am I going to make? It's going to be messy. Things aren't going to work out. Um, but, and then that brings it back to, you have to, you have to be able to manipulate and you have to be able to, to work on your feet. Right. And, you know, I think it's going to be cool when, you know, students that you have in third grade, you know, who already have this idea of empathy and design thinking when they get up into you know, grades with me in, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth grade where they are doing a lot more making um, in the classroom. It's going to be huge. Oh, and, uh, I can't wait to see what projects we come up with. I mean, with. Tom, it's already happening, yeah. right? The kids we had last year in third grade are now making in fourth stuff, grade, yeah. you know, like the yep. one Karina, little girl yeah. in, in particular yep. and, and, you know, our buddy Chase, what yeah. he's doing with yep. things. I mean, it's, it's unreal to see these kids that might not have success in school to now all of a sudden be rock stars. Right. Yeah. And I think, so I guess we can, talk about like how do you introduce you know design thinking to kids and you know there are there are some kind of games out there but they're geared i think for a little bit of an older audience but i think you know your star wars design thinking cards are great um you know we're going to be in connection with this episode we're going to be throwing out our uh design thinking ebook um and do you want to tell uh, kind of a little bit about what that's going to look like? Yeah, like our design be? thinking uh, ebook. You put together a little blurb about what design thinking is, yep. and and as a teacher, you know, and and as you know, you were just saying earlier, um, we don't have a lot of time, right? So it's not a lot that you have to read through. It's it's a very short document yep. just explaining what design thinking is, how to how to bring it into the classroom, the different cycles the kids will go through. Um, but I, what I think is the best part and, and what makes it so helpful is the empathy cards that we have attached to it. Exactly. Yep. Um, with, with characters and little stories about yep. them. So, and this one is a, it's the fairy tale edition. Yep. The, um, the, the fairy tales are connected to each card. So maybe you're building something for, uh, the pig from the three little pigs. Right. So on the three little pigs card, there's a link to the YouTube video. There's a link to an audio, audio yep. um, on the story. So the kids can, can listen or watch. And then with the, um, the observation notes, the observation notes, they can start to take some ideas about right. what this character might need. Right. Yeah. What, what his lifestyle is like. And yeah. and I think what, what the best is what you added, uh, the task cards, you know, right. at the end, what are you going to design for right. this character? Yeah. And we have things like designing a new toy or, uh, a piece of clothing or a costume. And I think at first, right. You let the kids decide which yeah. character do you want? Uh, what do you want to make for yep. them? And then, you know, maybe switch it up a notch. Like you were saying, you number things, you get an automatic number generator yep, yep. and now it's, and we know, have a link to that in the, in the book. And now There's it's more of a challenge yep. where you might not want to th- for this character, but this right. is, this is a challenge aspect. Right. To you it. might not want to design uh, a vehicle for the gingerbread boy, but <laughs> right. 
you're, that's what you came up with, and that's what he needs, and that's what you have to go with. Right, yeah. and you know, use what you've done before in the past on things that you were into, and and now apply. Because when you get into the real world and you have a job, whether you, or not you like that project in front of you or not, <laughs> I think what you you're do doing like, it. Yeah, you, if if you want to live your lifestyle, then, right. You know, and a lot of times the boss won't say, hey, what do you feel about this problem? Because right, right. <laughs> no one cares. What you feel at that point. And they yep. just want, what's the problem? How are you going to solve right, it? Right. Um, so that's going to be fun. I can't I can't wait to see. You know, we're going to do the, the Star Wars cards today. Uh, next week, our principal during our high stakes testing week. Right, right. Um, yep. During the afternoon, Mrs. Horner had said we can, uh, if, if t- other teachers want to, we're going to try out these design thinking cards on our awesome. students. Yep. Um, Little and, making sessions um, in the yeah, afternoon. In the yeah. afternoon, we'll start off with the fairy tales because that's where we're at in our writing unit now. Is we're, that's we're perfect. Drafting uh, fairy tale adaptations. Okay. Um, and then you know if if they want to start with that on Wednesday and and the teachers are enjoying it and you know they they kind of get it under their belt and feel like they can run with it on their own. Then the next day we have all the extra cards where if they want to take the villains cards, right. if they want to take the heroes cards, yep. since, you know, Avengers just came out. Oh yeah. That, that works that out stuff. really well. Yeah. Um, not that we have those Avenger characters, you know, we've right. created our, our own, own characters yep. with their bios, but that stuff's out there. Uh, yeah. There's some sports cards. There's yep. some generic empathy cards. Yeah. And so, all those we'll be, we'll be kind of putting those out little by little. Um, and they all go along with the book. Yep. So it's all just, you know, getting, helping you get adding your feet new, wet. Yeah. Um, adding new things in. And yeah. especially with the younger kids, cause that's where it's going to foster. Those are the guys that yeah. are the most creative and, right. and you know, the coolness factor hasn't set in yet. So they right. are, I think a little more willing and, and this is where maybe, you know, willing to take that risk and we've done this. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, I'd said before, I, I thought you were going to have it made with the older kids. Right. Um, Cause they are able to do more and the stuff they are doing is amazing. But the little kids, like where their thinking is, right. it's so much more open. Yeah. They're, they're not. Yeah. I mean, there's not that worry of what's somebody going to think about this idea and hopefully we keep that intact. Yep. You know, that's what you have up. to foster. And I right. think that's why design thinking is, is important to, to start with yep. kids, you know, maybe as low as first grade and second yeah. grade that, you know, there's people out there on Instagram and, and Twitter with doing, you know, STEM in kindergarten. Right. That's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, Legos, absolutely. Play-Doh, there's all yep. the, those toys out there where the kids can be creative. So yeah. let them let them create. And it doesn't again, doesn't have to be, you know, even a physical thing. Sometimes it can be, you know, create a. a commercial for the little pigs contracting company yep. if you want you know well, and teachers can put their own task cards in and and you know what's cool with uh you know with the star wars day you do have kids that they finish and and they're done and and now there's you know time where other kids still need to finish so okay you know, oh what'd you make oh that's awesome why don't you make a make website a, right or, or, or make, make a commercial, you know, make a commercial. Or let's get yeah. you into we video let's right. go down to nober's lab and see if there's any more of those flip cameras right yeah 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 you know you loaned us that one and, yep. and the one kid's rocking on the green screen yeah. and that's it you go to the green screen out there put your yourself at the uh, cantina no, in Star most, Wars oh, trying man. to sell your <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But and but and that's what's fun. You know, yeah. that's now all of a sudden that's it. I think kids go home and, and it's what'd you do in school today? Nothing. What'd you do in school today? I dance in the cantina with a scantily dressed uh, <laughs> alien. What? <laughs> And I sold my my Millennium Falcon to Han Solo, right? <laughs> or my my new design yeah. to Han Solo. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to to have these cards go out and this fairy tale edition book. And I, you know, hopefully we get some feedback from people no, about definitely. what they think and you what, know what should we change? Yeah, you know, what like, works, what didn't, what didn't you like? work? Yeah, 
and then uh, to see those pictures, you know, tweet us out at yeah. teachernerds.com yeah. or teachernerds.com or on, or, on or Twitter. Or hashtag teachernerds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and yeah, check out our website, uh, teachernerds.com. Yeah, maybe That'd we'll throw some of those pictures up there if you send them. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. All right. So uh, another great episode. I yeah, think. I want to wrap it up. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. And we are Teacher the nerds. Teacher Nerds. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds.